Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic hits. You may be familiar with the uproar in the UK when it comes to sending asylum seekers to Rwanda for processing. Many people feel this will deter economic migrants from travelling to the UK because they're having a huge problem, as we are, in the UK. And many of the migrants that travel to the UK actually come to Ireland. Others feel it's a cheap way for the UK to avoid their international duty to take in asylum seekers. As you know, with Brexit, they don't have to. It's cheap in a sense of bad taste, of course, as I am sure the plan is costing the UK taxpayer a pretty penny. Anyway, in April, the Illegal Immigration or Migration Act was approved by the House, and according to that, anyone who arrives into the country on small boats will be prevented from claiming asylum, will be detained, and then deported either back to Rwanda to their homelands, uh, or to the third country such as, or back to their homelands, or to the third country such as Rwanda, which is considered to be the third safe country. Today, it was reported that the UK, as part of that landmark legislation, has not ruled out using electronic tagging so migrants don't abscond once they land. Now, the UK's Home Secretary, Suella Braveman, says her department is exploring all options. And as you can imagine, this has sparked quite a debate across the sea. Is it fair? Is it humane? Is it a practical solution? Let's face it, the overwhelming problem of vast amounts of people migrating to Europe. And more importantly, is it something we should encourage or perhaps even consider ourselves in Ireland? It's no secret that many people looking for asylum uh, coming uh, come to Ireland through the UK would be would it be safer, for example, if these people were tagged and monitored? Because, as Leo Varadkar already mentioned, when we do deport people, we invite them to be deported. In other words, we say, "You failed your asylum process. Here's your deportation order. See you now." We don't kick them out of the country. We ask them to leave. When asked how many people are actually deported, we don't have the numbers because we don't follow it up. They probably haven't. They're probably still in the country illegally. So. The question is, we have to do something about it. You know, you can listen to the left, you can listen to the right. Both have extreme views. We can't have open borders. We have a duty and a responsibility to make our country secure for the protection of our citizens. When you have people coming into a country with no documentation, no passports, well then, that's a government's dereliction of duty because that's illegal. Nobody has actually been charged. So Ireland essentially at this moment in time has open borders. Anybody can come into Ireland and claim asylum. You can come into Ireland from the EU anyway, but you can come into Ireland from outside the EU and just claim asylum. And by the time you get around to, you know, having your case heard, you can then appeal it and appeal it again. And even if you get refused and deported, you don't have to leave. You can just stay and walk around illegally. So we really essentially have open borders, which is a dereliction of duty. So there has to be a balance somewhere in the middle that keeps the left and the right happy, i.e. we do help people who need our support and need our help and people who have something to offer the country. But those who are only economic migrants, just looking for a better life, we don't have the economy to support that. We're already in the middle of a housing crisis. So when we do eventually decide to deport people, and we do, you know, basically start to enforce our immigration laws, for that purpose, should we do what England are planning to do, which is electronically tag people to make sure they don't abscond? Or is that entering into dangerous territory? I mean, they are human beings. They're not animals. They're human beings. One or two maybe animals, all right. We've seen some cases of individuals who have been responsible for murder in their own countries and they've been arrested and sent back. But anyway, but should we consider electronic tagging for migrants? That is the question I'm asking tonight. Is that even a consideration in your mind or is that completely inhumane no matter what way you look at it? The number is 87 188 Let me go to Sean. Sean, hi, how are you? How are you doing, Noel? How are you? Good. Sean, I mean... 
look, we can have as many arguments as we want about how we deal with economic migrants and we have too many and all that kind of thing. And everybody, according to a poll recently, people believe too many people are coming to Ireland. But tagging people, is that a step too far? It is, Noel. Of course it is. Um, you see, why would that be happening, Noel? Because we can't, we can't do it all, you know, to everybody, Noel. And, you know, the fact of the matter is, it, you know, it's against... Well, so, okay, Noel, I want to really stop for a minute. Let's, let's think about this, Noel. So we're not doing it to our own, Noel. Mm-hmm. If we were doing it to our own, I'd say yes. Okay. Well, why would you be tagging our own people? Criminals, you mean? So, sorry, no. Yes. I, okay, okay, okay. Yep. So, if, if, if you know, if that was the case, yes, okay. But no, at the end of the day, innocent to proven guilty, you know. And you know, we're in a multicultural society now, now, where we have to, you know, get on with each other, you know. And there's good. I, and I agree with you. I and there, and I I welcome diversity. But you also have to be careful and you have a duty, the way the government have a duty, to protect the country. So you can't just have a situation where people are flowing into a country and we know nothing about them. So the idea in Britain of electronic tagging is that until such a time as your, you know, your case is looked at, you're examined, you're given permission to remain, you're tagged. And the reason they tagged them was because if they don't tag them, what they're finding is people aren't coming back. They're just going missing. Well, that's inhumane, though. And it's never going to happen. And it's never, it's not going to happen. I'm going to tell you that now. You know, and I'm probably going to get attacked for it. That is never going to happen. And it shouldn't happen anyway, Noel, because it's unhumane. It's it's not the right thing to do. Absolutely not the right thing to do. We can't be pe- treating people like this, you know. And there's so many people in this country now and have came to this country uh, for refugee. And, you know, Noel, uh, people have to get used to this. And there are good people in there. and, 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 and There, are, there are some good people. There's no shadow of doubt about that. There's also some bad people in there too, Sean. I get that. I get that. I'm not saying there's not, Noel. I'm not saying there's not. But what way, Noel, and shape or form are we going to do this? You can't be tagging everybody. It's never going to work. It's not going to work. I, I myself will be against it. It's, it's, you know, it's absolutely disgraceful, but even, you know, even thinking about that. And... Um, I don't know what way this is going to pan out, but the fact of the matter is, there is good people, and that you know, Noel, you know what's shockingly enough, I'm a good friend of mine there, and he's running a hotel, and you know what, the people that are coming to this country are actually working in his hotel, they're doing the jobs that the Irish won't do. Noel, the Irish are assholes. I'm Irish. They're assholes. They won't give up off their asses. They just want to collect the doll. They want to blame everything on everybody else, Noel. And that's the problem, you know. And these people are coming in. They're getting jobs, Noel. They actually are making lives. Oh, you're right. You're right. There are, many them, there are many of them doing jobs Irish people wouldn't do. You're right. Yes, they are. And they're getting, they're directing them. They're, you know, they're on, you know. It's like, I to my friend, I said, what's the story with that? I said, they work it. No, no, no. They're registered. They're in with, you know, they're getting... Yeah, you can get a temporary PPS number, yeah. Yes, 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 mm. that's what I meant. Yeah. Until, so, until such a time as your case comes up. Mm-hmm. So, no, what's happening is here in Ireland, people are giving out facts that, you know, they're losing they're losing it. But the simple fact is that they think everybody, and everybody, is coming to this country, 
is rape, is this scumbag, this, that. But the fact of the matter is, a lot of decent people coming to this country and they're making this country stronger than it should ever be. And look, look, it's going to be blooming in the next few years now, definitely. Mm. But can we continue to do what we're doing at the moment? I mean, as I said, I've no, I've no issue with people who are coming from war, people who are li- their lives are in danger, people who need our help. We should be rolling out the red carpet and helping as many people as we can, as we can. We're, we're, you know, financially, we've, there's a limit to what we can do, right? But should it be a, a case of just being a free-for-all? Because people have the feeling that that's what it is at the moment. And according to the Red Sea poll, over 76% of people in Ireland believe we're letting in too many people. Well, it's, it's not a free-for-all now. The people are working. Well, 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 it is a free-for-all when you have people landing in Dublin Airport or coming into any of the ports and they've no passport, they've no documentation and they're coming from a country where there's no war and, and some of the countries like Georgia, for example, or Albania are reasonably safe countries. I know, I get that, Niall. I get that. And I do believe this, that this is happening. The, the fucking funny thing about it is, Niall, everybody that's standing and, and everybody, there's, there's nowhere for them to go. There is absolutely no where we know that you know that, and um, everybody's saying that they're getting housed before years. I don't believe that. Niall. I really don't. And um, I do believe that they're getting housed, but I don't believe that they're getting housed. Well, well the statistics were out there the other day. There is a disproportionate amount of non-Irish on the housing list. Now that doesn't mean they're getting housed before the Irish, but there's a disproportionate amount of people who are non-Irish on the housing list. Yeah. Well, no, and that, that that just means that people who are coming into the country, many would be unskilled and don't earn enough money to buy a house. But Niall, they're gonna they're, they're coming into the country. You don't have to be skilled to pick strawberries. You no, know, no, I know, um, I know, I know, I know. And we know we we know they're out back at the Dublin airport. Uh, they they're flying people in, Niall. And yeah. this is no they flown. They have well, I know we found that out during COVID. Yeah, Keelings were bringing people in yeah. during COVID. That's right. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. And no why not? Because no asshole Irish wants to work. That's the reason why not. And that's and, and people wonder why. And the Irish they're out and they're screaming and shouting and oh they're taking our jobs, they're taking our women. Fuck off, you assholes. Okay, you well, well, well stay there for a second. Let me just go to Podrick as well. Podrick, hi, how are you doing your Narns Caskets Radio? Greetings, Niall. Greetings, Podrick. Uh Podrick, I mean this is a suggestion in the UK, by the way, I want to point out, not in Ireland, yes. Yeah that they should electronically tag people yeah. until at such a time as they're given permission to remain uh, to avoid them absconding. Do you think this is a good idea or is it inhumane? I'll answer that question in a second. But first of all, just slight tangent. Uh, is that dude, Sean, is he a plant? Or is, or if not, is he a wind-up merchant? I say the latter possibly. And uh, because he's obviously a guy of limited intelligence, if he's not a wind-up merchant, I'd probably say he's a wind trying to get a reaction, yeah? I, I don't think Sean is a wind-up merchant or trying to get a reaction. I think he just has an opinion just like you do. Well, I just listen to... I just, I just listen and to I certainly don't believe, he, believe he's of limited intelligence either. Well, I just listened to his diction there and he sounds a, a, a thick of three short planks and I wouldn't say the guy ever walked in his life. Oh, okay. You, you, you know an awful lot about him, don't you? You don't even know him. Sorry, oh, well, Sean, Sean, well, hang on. Let me just give Sean the right to reply to your comments. I've, I've met these dole heads before. He, okay, he, well, he well hang tell, on. Let's, you let's, can tell by their diction. <laughs> let's give Sean the right to reply to your comments. Uh, Sean, oh. you're of limited intelligence and you're a wind-up. Well, you see, here's the thing what we're dealing with, Niall. Uh, idiots like this, uh, straight away, children people, 
Um, I can't wait to hear his story. Go ahead. Go ahead, Connor. Go ahead. Uh, Padraig, yeah. Padraig is his name. Yeah, just listen to Wind Up Merchant. You might okay, well, just get to the point. You didn't come yeah, on the air just to insult somebody you didn't yeah, agree you with. Le- you, well, you, you might le- learn something, right? Okay. Now, what you've just said, at least one, the difference is it won't happen here because our governments are spineless. In England, at least they have a bit of bad balls. Here, they're spineless. It ain't going to happen here. It ain't going to happen. And it's, if it's happening in England, rightly so. Okay. And you think, okay. you? I mean, we can have a debate and a reasoned debate, Patrick, about the government allowing too many people into the country, not being cautious enough with people who don't have documentation, et cetera, et cetera. Okay? We can have that reasonable debate. But when you start saying that it's okay to tag people, do you not think you're stepping over the line of inhumanity? Inhumanity? Well, at the end of the day, Niall, like I said, the International Protection Brigade, that are coming in without documentation, war-torn my arse. They're, they are economic migrants. They are possibly Ma- drug Many dealers. are. Many are, drug yes. Dealers. So I don't know if they're all drug dealers. That's a, the general A lot of them are. Well, here's a case in point, Niall. As the stats are, an average Georgian, you can fly from Georgia to the UK for 250 sterling. Now, the plane traffic is 5K. Now, where's the economic sense in that? Oh, silly me, you might be dubious or you might be throwing your documentation mobile phone in the sea on the way out. But let's get a grip here now. Let's get streetwise. Okay, so you, you think this would be a good idea? If, if indeed it was possible, but you believe the Irish government are too spineless to do anything like that? Like I said, no, they're too spineless. It ain't going to happen. Uh, most people want it to happen if they, if they had a referendum. I, 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 I don't... Well, whatever about most people, and you are right that most people believe the government are being too lenient when it comes to allowing people into the country. That was clear in the, in the Red Sea poll. But most people don't want to see people being tagged. I don't know where you're getting that from. That's, you're just making that up now. Well... At the end of the day, you know, you're, you're talking about what's coming through the airport. Nobody has no. a breeze. It's been, what's coming in for, via, no. the, via the UK through the north, nobody has a clue. It's a big hole in the roof. There's hundreds coming over. Hundreds no. every, every, every week. Okay, sorry, Sean. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so, so what does he suggest? What, what's his suggestion? What do I suggest? Yeah, what do you suggest? What, you, you, well, you what, I, what I suggest? What I suggest is what I suggest is that we, we have a thing called a visa. If you're non-EU, there's a visa system. But a lot of the non-EU people have decided now, hence the pain of traffickers, they don't want to play by the rules. If you go to Australia or America, you have to have a visa and five grand in your bank account, etc. That's what they should be doing, but they're not doing it. So you see, the thing is, if you if you if you're if you're breaking into the country and a country Nile, it's the equivalent of breaking into somebody's house. You're a burglar. Okay. You're basically yeah, a burglar. Yeah, you see, we're the part of the EU, if you didn't know. And the fact of the matter is that we're the part of the EU. We're welcoming everybody, and everybody welcomes us. Now, here's, I don't know if you knew this. Well, well, I mean, now, Sean, to be fair, when we're talking about people who are outside the EU. If you go to any country outside the EU, particularly, say, countries like the United States, Canada, Australia, you wouldn't be welcome. You're not Noel, welcome. Unless you have a visa, you're not welcome. Well, hold on for a minute, Noel. Um, you see, we're all immigrants. You see, my brother ah, flew stop off. Stop saying. Let's not talk about history, okay? My, my brother flew off to Australia there. I think it was about like, give me, like, two months ago. Yeah, he okay. had a visa to go, I'm assuming. Well, yes, 
and, and I wish him the best of luck. Yeah, and, he, and when he walked into Australia, when he got off the plane, he had his passport and he had documents. Well, we got that, Niall. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, you see, we're trying to help people here in Niall. And, and, you know, the fact of the matter is, Niall, we are a part of the EU community and we have to help people. And do you know the thing is, Niall? I, th- I think a lot of people forget this, Niall. We're getting a lot, a lot of money off the EU as well to do this. And this is why our country is so strong, Noel. You know, if we weren't a part of the EU, we wouldn't have a leg to stand on. Because the fact of the matter is, there's a lot of money coming in off this EU. And I don't know, I don't think people get that, now. I really don't. We, we don't, contrary to what Michal Martin has said, other experts have said, we don't have an obligation to take in as many people as we're currently taking in at the moment. I, I'm not, I'm, but I, I'm not against helping people. I'm absolutely all for helping people. And I would like to think Paldrick is the same. People who are genuinely coming from war are genuinely coming from where their lives might be in danger. But that, Sean, the majority of what we're seeing, I'm not talking about Ukraines, I'm, talk, I'm, talk, I'm talking about people who are seeking international protection. The majority we're seeing are not coming from war-torn countries. Okay, first of all, I'll say Sean, a.k.a. John, is not a plant. I've had many a joust with him on this radio show and other platforms. Mm-hmm. Although I do think tonight he's had a few sherbets because he's a, <laughs> a bit shaky with his words. Um, I think we're a soft touch. I'm on the front line working at the airport, and I see things that the general public don't see, okay? So in a way, I agree with Tagging. I think it's a start. Because we haven't a clue how many people are here. We haven't a clue how many people have actually failed their asylum test and left. We don't know the numbers. And yeah, that's quite shocking, by the way, when Leo Varadkar was asked. I think it was Leo Varadkar was asked. Yeah, how many people have been deported? They didn't, have actually left the country. They didn't know. So they give, no, them, a, they give them a deportation order and they don't even follow it up. Yeah, I mean, I see on a daily basis, we have hundreds and hundreds a day just coming through Dublin Airport alone. Forget about the other airports and the ports. My mate's company have the contract where they take them from immigration to detention centres. They then take them for their asylum test. When they go in for their asylum test, they're there all day and they're grilled for hours and hours. Then they have a break. Then they're asked the same questions again. Trying to trick them, you know. And when they fail, they just disappear into the ether. They don't come out and get back in his taxi. That is such a flawed system. So I, I, I would say, tag them. Tag them all. If you get granted asylum, remove the tag. If not, pack them down, round them up, and ship them off back to where they came from. It's only a microchip. It's only a microchip. But we, we, we don't even tag criminals in this country. We don't tag sex offenders. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like, to me, even though I agree with what you're saying, Eddie, that this, the system is flawed, I agree we've just turned into a free-for-all. Um, I agree we need to do more. I agree with Patrick, the Irish government are spineless. I completely agree. Oh, with, very, very with, much so. Yeah, we're dealing with this situation. But I do agree with Sean to some degree that I think microchipping people or tagging people, I just think it's a, it just seems inhumane. Sorry, Sean, what are you trying to say? It won't be happening. It will never happen. And Eddie, I don't care what you say or where you walk, Eddie. I really don't give a fuck. But the fact of the matter is, Eddie, it won't be happening. And the fact of the matter is, Eddie, these people need to take... You know. Oh, sorry about that. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> yeah, it's, John, okay, it's okay, that was James. John, that was James that's, just a, that's just an idea that they have to tackle the situation, <laughs> right? To get, tell, tell me, tell me, your, tell me your solution. Eddie, give them a chance, Eddie. Give them a chance, Eddie. And Eddie, okay, if they dack the bollocks, Eddie, get rid of them. I get that. 
I understand that, Eddie. And I am going to agree with you totally on this. And I'm going to agree with you 100 million percent. If they mess up, get rid of them. But the fact of the matter is, Eddie, and you know this as well as I know this, these people are taking up the jobs that these Irish people don't want to do. And I mean, I mean this. When my, my heart and soul, my friend owns this hotel, he is getting, you can't get the Irish to work. He can't. He cannot get them there in the work. He can't get them. He's getting in the foreigners and they're working. And they're working. If, and they're, he is if somebody fails their asylum test, do you think they should be deported? What, what test are you talking about, Ed? Well, well, you, well, you have to make an, an application for asylum, Sean. And for that application, you have to fit a criteria. And the criteria is that either you're coming from a war, your life is in danger, you're subjected to political persecution, or something like that. You have to, you have to prove that it's not safe for you to go back to your own country. Now, if you fail that test, which many people do, actually most do, should you be deported is the point Eddie's making. Noel, what I'm saying to you is... Right, would you just answer saying, the question? Should you be deported if you fail that criteria? I, I, no. I, I'm sure that these people are filling this test out um, that, you know, they're going to pass it anyway. And I'm sure... Not, you're not, Sean, you're not hearing it. You're not hearing it. Most people are failing it, but there's no... There's nothing in place to deport them. They have to present themselves at the airport and say, oh, I'm not supposed to be here. I failed. Take me away. They have to self-exit. Do you think that's okay? I, look, Noel, uh, Eddie, I'm not saying everything and anything is okay. But what I'm saying is that the asylum thing is that, uh, the, the, what I'm saying is what they're coming in and what they're doing. I, I never said everything was okay, Eddie. I'm not saying this right, is I never okay said you all. did. We asked you a question. If one of these okay. people come in under the pretense that they're an economic migrant and they sit this test to stay here and they don't get granted asylum because their story's flawed, should they be deported? Well, I think they should, Eddie. If they're not passing, that's that's okay. what we're okay, saying. Well, that's that's all and people that are saying. Okay, so so because it, if you don't tag them, they disappear into the ether, and then we can't deport them, Eddie. But what I'm saying is, you can't tag everybody, Eddie. You can't, and and it's not going to work, Eddie. And that's my point. You couldn't do it, Eddie. Okay, well, 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 hang on, stay there. Let me just go to Martin. I'm going to come back to Paldrick in a second as well because Martin's waiting ages there. Sorry, Martin. Good evening, Noel. Uh, good evening, Martin. I mean, look, it is a quite contentious topic, the idea of tagging people. Now, they're not essentially criminals until they break the law. Yeah, well, if I, could, I agree with you there, but let me preface everything by saying, now, particularly at the airports, anyone who arrives without documentation, they did not get on a plane without documentation because there are all kinds of international agreements that mean when you're traveling internationally, you have to have documentation. So if they arrived on that plane with documentation and then they arrive in Dublin or Cork or wherever without documentation, as far as I'm concerned, Put them on a plane, send them back. Well, we spoke to. Well, hang on, Mark. But the question: We spoke to the cabin crew one day on the podcast during the day, and she told us that they found they find documentation in the toilets, and they're, exactly. and and they're getting on the plane with their documentation, but they're flushing it down the jacks. That's my exact point. So t- turn them around and send them back. Why have Why has somebody who purportedly is looking for asylum? Flush their documents down the toilet. Okay, so let's deal with that. Send them back immediately. If you don't have documentation, unless there's some extreme circumstance that they were taken off you on the plane by somebody else or whatever. But moving beyond that, 
Niall, the idea that when a person comes in, if they have documentation, I would say no. I personally would not agree with putting tags on these people because they've come in with documentation. We do have international obligations, but that obligation doesn't extend to allowing everyone to come into this country. Now, Sean is getting confused. This this whole notion of, of we're in Europe, and all, that, that's, that, that's smoke and, smoke and mirrors are... are, are as Bertie Hearn once said, smoke and daggers. It's, it's nonsense. <laughs> we, do have, we do have international obligations. But when a person arrives obviously in this country... And it's, obviously we don't. Obviously we don't. Because you're not the saying it. And I excuse know me. It's, it's, hang on, hang on. May I finish my point before you come in, please? No, you've had your own tirade. You've had your own rant. Just hold on for a moment, please. Okay? What I'm saying is, are you understand what you're saying? There is people coming No, you don't, because you haven't even heard what I have to say. So just no. button it for a moment, please, okay? Give someone else an opportunity. Give someone else okay, an opportunity. Okay, well, Sean, I'll let you reply, Sean, once he's finished. Go on. Go on, Martin. Right. Now, the point I want to make is that I don't think it would happen here. But if it did, what would happen is if, if it was agreed that people could be tagged when they come in, that whole, the administration of that and the equipment and everything else, and I work, you know, now I'm in the technology industry, particularly mm. in security. I know what's involved in that. Okay, we don't, we don't even tag our own, our own criminals. But if it did happen, I believe what would happen after that is the, the contracts for that would be handed out to people who are friends of certain other people. And everyone knows what I mean. I'm talking about nepotism political nepotism, you know, conversations over a point in the golf club, all that kind of thing. So what we would end up with is a situation where people who've come in, my attitude is if you come in without documentation, you're on the next plane out. If you come in with documentation, okay, you've arrived, you've presented yourself as a legitimate person, we'll work with you, we'll, we'll, we'll investigate, we'll see, and if it turns out that we don't think you have a case, you're being sent back anyway. Okay, well, now, sorry, sorry for interrupting you, Mark, because I want to clarify something, because Eddie obviously works in this situation, works close to the situation. Eddie, if somebody arrives in Ireland with no documentation, currently at the moment, in Dublin Airport, for example, which is what you're more familiar with, and they apply for asylum, or they ask for asylum, uh, you're telling me they're taken straight from immigration to I, I'm not I'm, I'm not 100% on that I just know that me mate a very close friend of mine he ha- his company has the contract and they take them from immigration to detention centres and then they take them to their asylum test and uh, sure, what, no, what I'm, what I'm trying to establish is is there anybody at any stage put back on a plane and sent back home no, it doesn't seem that way. But what no. I will say to you, before no. they even get to their detention centre, he, he drives them to the detention centre, Noel, right? His job is just to get them to the detention centre. He opens the door of the van, and some of them don't even walk into the detention centre. They pull out a phone, they make a phone call, the car pulls up and they're gone. And you see no. that on a, nightly, a okay. daily basis. Okay, sorry, yes, Martin. Sorry, finish for saying, or Sean, or whoever it is there saying so, that. So, How you doing, Noel? Um, well, here's, here's the thing. Um, just, just you were talking to Bruce there, uh, Bruce Mark. from Dublin Airport. Oh, Bruce, yeah, no, not Eddie. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm slagging him. <laughs> oh, you're slagging me, okay. Um, the thing, Noel, um, even Bruce doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> the fact of the matter is, Noel, um, we do understand this, and, and I'm not just, I'm not for one minute uh, saying that this doesn't happen, that people are coming into this country undocumented and, and, and that they don't have the documents. Well, I'm glad you're not I'm saying not, that because it's true. You go up. 
in oil. But the fact of the matter is, in oil, everybody's snapping and cracking that I am saying they deserve a fucking chance. And everybody's cracking. So, so everybody deserves a chance. So they know, well, hang on. I, I, I want to bring Patrick back in. It was a bit unfair. I let him go before the break there because I had a slight technical problem. Sorry, Patrick, you've been listening to Martin. He agrees that anybody who comes in with documentation should be turned around and sent back home again or sent back on the next plane to where they came from. Uh, but those who are not, who are, you know, who do have documentation and have legitimate reason to make application, whether it fails or whether it passes, um, he doesn't yep. agree they should be tagged for a multitude of reasons because we don't even tag criminals in this country. Exactly. But let's, let's, get, let's, come, let's get back to planet Earth here. The situation in this country, they, they actually, get, what they do here, they give them social welfare. They come in illegally, they give, the, they give them modular homes and they give them social welfare. Uh, that man is right. When, when they got on the plane, wherever they got on, Germany, France, or wherever it was, they had their, their documents. Now, I'm not trying to be smart with you, Niall, but I'm going to enlighten you where, where, where a lot of this documentation was is going like an uh, uh, average passport is a hard copy I know a lot of it's like a credit card now you, you can't flush that down to Jack's I tell you where a lot of it's going the bins when they disembark from the plane at Dublin airport now there was a load of bins that's where a lot of us going into bins and I tell you where else, what else is happening Niall there's, there's a dude on the plane who is legal and he is going around taking the documents off them. So there you are now. There's two. For, that's for you and well, you. Yeah, well, it's going, well, I, I don't know your stories are true or not, but it's going somewhere. We know that. It's not, it's not staying on them because, unfortunately, a, a substantial, and I mean a substantial amount, according to the official reports, don't have documentation because they, they, they believe that betters their chances of staying. Yeah, obviously. Well, I mean, because because if somebody comes in and they're from Georgia or Albania, well, they don't have the right to remain. So because they're not coming from a war-torn country, so if they, so they're going to hide their documentation. Exactly. Or it could be coming from some, some African country that's not war-torn. So look, the reason they do it is is very obvious. They ha- they wouldn't if they if they showed their legal documents now they wouldn't. It's illegal. By the way, can I just point out it is illegal to do that. You are breaking the law by entering Ireland with no documentation. But but yet nobody has actually been charged with it. It's also deception. So you're intending to deceive from the moment you land. Yeah. So we know we know yeah. that. Yes. Well, it's, it is. But okay. But but, no, but hang on. But let, let's okay. Dealing with that, I agree with you, and I agree with Martin. Anybody who comes in with no documentation, that's a very good reason, um, should be put back on the next plane and sent back to where they came from. Right. But yeah. those who come in with documentation and make application for asylum, which may or may not pass. Let's let the, the, yeah. the so-called experts deal with that. Should they be tagged, Patrick? Just bear with me, Niall. Um, look, Niall, as that man said, I think it was Martin, he said, look, they should be sent back straight away if they haven't got documentation. But as you know, then that's not happening. They're letting them in. and, 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 and we, We've established that, yeah. Up. And they're, they're, they're playing ring a ring a rosy with them at the airport for Jesus. The NGO, all the NGOs, invested interests, making money are all over them like a rash. Everybody, that's the real world. So the situation is now, yes, tag them, of course. Tag them and then deport them. And, and you don't think that's a little bit huma, inhumane at all? You think that's perfectly acceptable? Because in England, when they've suggested, now people have gone bonkers. It is the criminal offence to... Uh, to get rid of uh, uh, a passport. It is. Or, 
it, 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 to break into, come into a country illegally without a visa, if you're non-EU, it's illegal. End of story. That's a crime in my eyes. Like I said, it's, it's, it's just like breaking into your house. It's breaking into a country, your country. It's the same thing. We don't know who they are. They're obviously bogey. They well, they're not all, they're not all, well, hang on, they're not all bogey or potential drug dealers. There are some genuine cases. No. You can't generalise, yeah, Patrick. Uh, it, it, this know. country is that is it, you, you you have no idea what's going on in this country. I have a very Anthony, good I have a very good idea what's going on in this country. Uh, I work uh, in radio. Again, uh, okay. At the end of the day, Nile, like I said before, to the point of nauseam, it's quite simple. You're bogey if you're getting rid of your documents. You try and get on the few. And, and, and well, hold on, we, we've established that in the conversation already. And Martin has accepted that, that if you come into the country and you've purposely deceived or destroyed your documents, you should be deported. Okay, we've, yeah. esta- we've established that and, and both of you agree on that. Okay. okay but but well, let, let's just, for the sake of the argument, say that is the case. Well, those okay. then who do have documentation, while they're waiting the three to six months to have their case assessed by the state to get permission to leave or remain or whatever it happens to be, should they be tagged? I just said to you, yes. tagged and deported. And forget about your lily-livered human rights. They're breaking into our country. Oh, you have have you don't know who they are. Yeah, okay. uh, well, forget Martin. There you go. Forget about your lily-livered human rights. No, no. no. You see, I, with the greatest respect, I, I don't know if Porig is really understanding the point that I'm making and I think the point that you're making. For me, if a person arrives in with documentation, and they're presenting themselves as that person with that documentation, as a legitimate um, asylum seeker, they present their documentation. For me, I have to be honest. I think, look, we have to give this person the benefit of the doubt. Bring them in. You know, yes, keep track of them. If it means signing at a guard station every so many days or whatever else, we do. We, we you know, we do that routinely with people here. For me, if a person comes in, they can't have, if they did get on that aircraft without documentation, the airline should be punished severely financially, forced off. But the whole thing comes down to, look, we have, this government is the worst government we've ever had. They suck at everything. Every topic you, just, you, every topic you bring up, Niall, when it comes to government involvement, they suck at everything. And this is just another one thing that they suck at in a supreme manner. They're hopeless. Every one because of them. Well, they, and the, well, the reason they suck at it is, because, as you put it, is because they have NGOs uh, battling against them constantly and, you know, and the outrage, the perpetual outraged, and they're afraid to make a decision. We saw a minister for communication yesterday failing to describe what a woman was. Because uh, because just, the, because in the back of their mind, they're saying, if I say the wrong thing here, I'm in trouble with the minority and with the outraged. Do you know what I mean? Just, just on that, if I could touch on that topic, well, that's well, why I, I asked you that well, question well, last well, night. Well, let's not, move on. let's not move on to that topic <laughs> no, for now. we but. won't go back there. But, like, the, the whole thing is, look, the government are supposed to look after the oh, welfare no. of Irish citizens. Oh. You don't do that in any regard on okay. any topic or in any situation. That's yeah, well, okay, well, hold on. Sorry, Sean, what are you trying to say? I'll tell you what this is, Noel. I'll tell you what this This is a complete <laughs> fucking shitball. Now, uh, get, getting back to what everybody said, Noel, we understand there's people coming in and undocumented. We get that. We do get that, Noel. And the government and, and the airport authorities, uh, uh, Dublin Airport, uh, the government, everybody's allowing this, Noel. You know, I don't believe for one minute that these documents are gone missing. I reckon 
that, and I really mean this when I say this, Noel, that they're allowed it without documents. I'm going to say that. But the fact of the matter is, Noel, I'm going to say this again and again and again. Hold on, hold on, please. What I'm going to say it again is, Noel, the people that are coming into the we cannot start sticking um, um, rings around our ankles, around our necks, um, because we don't know who they are and we can't start tagging them. They, they Isn't that the reason Patrick said we should be doing it because we don't know who they are? That's what I mean. And that's what I'm coming from Well, if you're saying innocent and proven guilty, if you come into a country with no documentation and you come in with the intention to deceive, well, you're, te- you're actually guilty. Niall. Yeah, sorry, Patrick. We don't know what they've done, Noel. Okay, well, hang on. Hang on. Let, let, let Patrick just respond to that. Patrick, go ahead. Niall, here's another angle on this, right? Why should we incentivize cowardice. Now, in the case in, case in point being Ukraine, the men st- from 18 to 60 stayed and fight, fighting age men. The women and children came over per se. But all the, the international protection is ming- single men. It, it, they're coming here for... for, for Not for all job. single men, but mainly, yes. Mainly. So why would they... Just think about this now. Log- logically, why would these cowards be fleeing a war? Well, well, the, well, the, ar- well the argument is... and I, I've, I, Well, hang on, Lepardi, let me just respond to that. And I've heard that, that statement many times. And the argument is, is that men will come first to scope it out or, or on a recon, so to speak, settle down, get themselves settled in, and then under the family reunification, um, they, they will then invite their families to come over. Okay, if that's the case, why did the Ukrainian men not come over? and leave because, the they, because they were at war, that's why. Because they were at war. Yeah. You're just, you're just after telling me these people are fleeing war-torn countries. They are in their box. Sorry, Martin. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, sorry, Noel. Sorry, Noel, if I could just look. I don't know. Maybe I'm an outlier, right? But if I felt that my family was under threat or in danger, I would not be looking to see, can I get into some other country and establish myself in a job and get or get welfare or whatever else before getting them to hell out of wherever the danger is? That would be my priority. And I think anyone, anyone that has any degree of morals would be doing the same. Now, I'm listening to Sean and I've heard him on many subjects. And what it comes down to, Sean, is do you think that people who come in here undocumented, do you think that they all have the best welfare of the people here and the people around them in mind? Okay, they don't. So, anyone who were anyone... I want to answer your question. I want to answer your... You you said what you said there, and and, and I'm going to say the same thing to you, okay? You just said there, you'd want to get out of a war-torn country and make yourself good and your family good and you'd want to get out of the war-torn country. And if Ireland is offering that, you said you'd do it. So the fuck would I? So the fuck would I? No, but Sean, the point, you missed the point Martin made. If Ireland was at war tomorrow, let's say war broke out in this country tomorrow, would you decide, I'm going to go to America, I'll set up a job, get myself an apartment, and then bring the family over? Or would you just go with your family? I'm going to say I agree with both Martin and Patrick in that situation. I can't understand why a man would leave his family behind. No, sorry, and culturally, the countries we're talking about, most people do get married. 
Niall, sorry, may I just say, my point was that I would get my family out first. My last consideration would be me. I want them out. So if, yeah, I'm, see, if I'm in a situation... I didn't get where... Uh, sorry, okay. I didn't, I didn't get where you were coming from there. Okay, I know what you're saying uh, now. It's based so, on the fact, Paul, uh, Sean, that the majority, and I'm not saying all, but the majority of people seeking international protection are men. I, yeah. I, didn't, I, I didn't hear what he said. No, he's, he's, he's very right. He's very right. Well, I'm glad, well, I'm glad you agreed with him. I did, sorry. I didn't well, hear Well, him. hang on. I want to go to Robert before I go to the, the news. Robert, hi. How are you? Not too bad. Good, Robert. I, I mean, look, we can have debates around what we should and shouldn't do when it comes to immigration. But Suella Braverman's latest suggestion, the latest suggestion in the report of tagging people in the interim period until they're given permission to remain, do you think that's inhumane? Um, let me start by saying this. I recently dated somebody who uh, is from uh, a foreign country. I won't mention the country or anything like that. Okay. But uh, they came in. They came in. Sorry? He doesn't, he doesn't need your congratulations, Sean. So, <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, well, look, it was a lucky, let, let's, let's not be smart about it. It was a lucky escape because, to be honest with you, most of what you're saying there and the guys are saying is, is very true. They, they dispose of their paperwork coming in. This individual had left a nine-year-old and 12-year-old child behind them. And if the place was that unsafe as supposedly it was, they left their child, children behind. And I'm sure any individual would never. No. The first thing, as, as the guys said, would the first thing would be, you know, uh, women and children and then yourself or whatever, particularly when it comes to your family. Yeah, they disposed of their paperwork. They came in and within dating this person of about three weeks, this individual was looking for me to get married to them. All right. And so. was asking me about getting married, like, and I was like, like, are you for real? I said, <laughs> I said, if my family or or, or or children got in there that I was actually after only meeting someone and within three weeks I was proposing uh, to them that I'd be getting married to an individual, I said, they'd, they'd have me commit somewhere. Yeah, but by the way, can so I just point out that ille- it's actually illegal. Which was? It's actually illegal to do that, to marry somebody okay, in so, such so, a short so space of time from another country. Yes, I understand. Yeah. I, I, because I, I because it's fairly it's obvious what it's about. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. I don't know the legalities of what it's yeah, about. Yeah, I think however, it's illegal. Yeah, go on. She has, she has, the, the person has a, a, person, a sister here that's legal down the country and has all her paperwork and this, that and the other, but within within months or whatever, so she's married anyway. I didn't get into it. But she's married there. But like uh, without like they're they're loaning each other paperwork to travel in and out of this country to the UK, and they're they're using each other's documentation when they haven't got it themselves to to, to travel to the UK and back or, or, or leave leave Ireland. So what you're saying to me was when you were dating this person, your eyes were open to what was going on. Oh, I was bang wide. But in regards to these centres, they stay in they're, like they're. They're not. They're not locked up. They, they, they no, have to. Not. They have to. They have to be there. They have to spend uh, at least three nights there a week. Mm. However, uh, it, this individual had stayed in my house once or twice and was almost moving themselves in. Was bringing more and more every time they came. And I said, "You should be back at the place and signing on." I know. Oh, well, my friend will sign on for me every day. So, as you say, there's no one keeping annoyance. So, no, in the end, anyway. Mm. Sorry. Yeah, there's nobody monitoring those situations, I don't think. No, there's no, there's no keeping that. But the security people that are on... In so, the so what happened to your relationship uh, in the end? Well, I, I just, I got out of it because just the red flags were flying. Everywhere. Okay, so it didn't last <laughs> long, like, yeah. 
Yeah, well, you know, uh, you know, with all due respect to anybody, like, but the person was basically trying to move in and take over and trying to move in. And, and when they asked they, you to get married, when they did, they say, did they actually were they very honest and open about it and said, listen, if we get married, I can become a citizen or I can stay no, here? Or, no, 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 it, it wasn't going that direction. It was like pointing at the finger, like you're gonna have to put a ring on this, and you know, you're gonna have to make me uh, your wife and this, that, the other. And I was like. You must be joking. I said, I don't, I don't even know you for a week. I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> and then it was like, you know, well, by next January, that means January coming. Uh, blah, blah. But they were they were getting like, I think, 38 quid a week off the government. Now, the, the centre they were in, they were being fed and housed, and of course, all that kind of thing. So I can only imagine that uh, 40 quid a week was 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 sort of whatever the allowance they were given. But for, yeah. everything else was paid for them. Their electricity, their, their food, the whole lot. But another thing that I'll tell you, and, you know, without... <laughs> without being rude but uh, an awful lot of them are on the game they oh, I, I, you I, I've, I've heard I've heard that some are yes I've heard that some well, are what they were doing, well, not, well, well all the ones that she told me about in the centre were on the game and it was all and I felt to myself that I was almost paying for it because they were going into the city centre and they were going to the various different places they were meeting people on on websites, this, that, and the other, and then they were talking to fellas. Well, you know, I, and then they that, were, there's two ways of looking at that, you know, that that's horrendous, but it's also quite sad too, isn't it? That they're doing is, that to make money. Yeah, but there's, 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 there's genuine, there's genuine, I'm a, I'm a, I would consider myself as a genuine person, and I, I was, I, I met the person, I met the individual, uh, I would bump into her quite regularly, and we would always have a long conversation, and I thought, it's a nice person, blah, blah, and I ended up dating her. But there are there are other friends of her which are I've met them and they're nice they're, they're nice individuals. I'm not okay, like, but getting back because I have to go into the news, Robert. I have to go into the news now. But getting back to what I was talking about, so that individual you met and you were dating was obviously waiting for an application they put in for asylum. Um, I'm assuming they were put in. They put in the application and they were refused straight away, and and that was it. And then what happens is they're refused immediately, and then they have to reapply. And I think after three times of applying for the citizenship. They have to pay for it themselves, and that's what our sister had to do: was pay for herself. Yeah. So how long the, the one that you were dating, the girl you were dating, how long was she here? She's only here. She's only here since since the beginning of the year. And, and what country would she be from? South Africa. Okay. So so what I'm saying to you is that that would you agree with the suggestion in the UK that people in that position who are waiting for applications should be electronically tagged? Well, what's the point? Well, 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 according to Britain, the point is is if they don't get, if, if they don't meet the requirement and don't get approved, they do a runner. So it's to stop people from doing a runner. But should the, that but, but tag, tagging them? How what are they going to if they if they go to England? Is not out of our jurisdiction? No, like, well, they, they well, they, t- well, they tend not to. I mean, what happens is people are told, "Listen, you don't have permission to remain. Here's a deportation order." But they just don't leave. They just stay here. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show.